it's time to meet up and catch up at the Weekend Water Cooler. Now, here's your host, Gene Bolduck. Okay, welcome, welcome to the Weekend Water Cooler. I am Gene Bolduck, your host, joined this week by the venerable, hardest working, maybe second hardest working. I don't, you, always, you always hate to claim the title. One of the hardest working clerks there in the Orange go. County Courthouse, where... My gosh, it's been busy up there, Penny. Very busy, very is it, busy. Is it a yeah. crime wave or what, am, what should I be worried? Eh, I don't think you should be worried. I think that the, what we've been seeing up in the courthouse is very specific and very direct. So it's yeah. not, it's not the, the uh, you know, community at large is not in danger. It's been very specific, really odd crimes though, um, yeah. as we all know. Yeah. Some awful, some awful stuff that we, we've yeah. been you know, reading about them. And, and I know that I'm sure that um, when these, when there are trials that are active, that probably security is just even a little bit tighter than, than normal, um, you know, day to day. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the sheriff's yeah. office is dead right down below downstairs. Right. So there's, there's lots of deputies around. Uh, whenever the media starts coming in, the deputies already are, are on alert. So they get even more on alert. Yeah. Um, you know, something that I think the public has to realize when um, our, their, you know, a murder or something tragic happens in our community, um, you're looking at two to three years before it even goes to trial. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, you know, you read about these cases and you're saying, oh, that was back in 2020 yeah. and 2021. And, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, the, the recent shooter that who, who killed the... Uh, accused uh, allegedly killed the uh, professor at unc uh we'll have a new president by the time he goes on trial probably unless uh, he takes a plea if he goes on trial because if yeah, he goes on trial only, yeah, you know that, yeah. that there's a development in that case this week yeah that's right so it's not only a plea but you know now of course um i'm sure everybody's read by now but the defense is saying that he's not fit to stand trial um he on the other hand is saying what do, what do you mean i'm perfectly fine uh, the right. prosecution is going to go ahead and do another evaluation. And so we'll, right. we'll, we'll get something on that, but um, yeah, it's been, it's been a little, uh, a little busy. Let's say that. Yeah. 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 And, and not, not the good kind of busy. I, I, I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather see you throw a parade or something instead. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm Absolutely. just saying, you know, um, so yeah. listen, throw a parade for Carolina is three and oh. I know. Do you, have um, you been to any of the games yet? I have no. Oh, so so my son and I were put. He went to App State, so of course we tried to yes. scalp tickets for the um, App State game, and we were we were successful. We had, um, I mean, we did it all legally, so it wasn't we didn't stand outside and say ticket, ticket, ticket. We yeah, we got the tickets. We had a great time. It was a great fun double overtime game. Uh, what, you know. what a ridiculous, crazy, yeah. fantastic game! You hate you hate to see anybody lose a game like that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah. am, am I correct that they're talking about not these teams not playing each other anymore? Well, maybe for the next 10 years, which is really sad because it comes down to money. Like App State has to pay to play UNC. Uh, they, they have to pay each other. And um, App State is like, wait, you know, we've been in the Sun Bowl every year for the past couple of years. We're a good team. We're not going to fork up that kind of money to play Carolina. And Carolina is like, you know, we we you know we want we want App State to play. But this is what happened. I think you and I talked the last time with the ACC disappearing. We yeah. don't have this ability to play. And you know, App State's not in the ACC, right? They're right. the right. second division down. Yeah. Fun game. I it's mean, a, you it was know, a great game. It was a great uh, game last year. When was it ever not a great game? 
the crowd is wonderful, right? It's it's a sold out stadium. You got, I don't want to say half and half. You probably have three quarters Carolina, but you got a quarter App State fans there. Yeah. So I mean, look, they can get here. They, can, they, yeah. they don't have to fly. They can no, get here. No. I mean, and if you looked at the, there, let's go there. The, well, there you go. If you looked at the crowd, you did see a lot of yellow and black. Yeah, um, which was the yeah, upset. And we had my son and I, and uh, you know, shout out to Miko. We had a great time. We were sitting yeah. on the field for the first half, and then we met some friends up um, in the sky on the second half. And being in the sky was just as much fun as being nice. on the field. It was just a great game. So yeah, Carolina's doing. You know, they're doing okay, right? They well, got a couple of hard and then games. This Saturday, up, when when people are listening to this, they'll be getting ready to listen to the game with Pitt, which is at right. Pitt. I was going to say they got a couple of hard games coming up. Yeah. 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 They got Pitt. Yeah. And then I think they got Miami after that. Miami's always tough for us too. Yeah. And then well, we've yeah. got Virginia. So, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. you know, it's, it's not going to get any easier. That's, I no. feel confident in that. Yeah. But man, I th- I felt like, you know, they were looking really good and, uh, uh, I would just put myself in the column that says, you know, if it's not an, if it's not a co- technically a conference rivalry, it is a 16 constituent institutional um, yeah. UNC university system rivalry. And, and it should be kept for that purpose. Right. Yeah, no, it's uh, exactly. I mean, and, and just say, so, you know, also let's take a look at Luke Bay has been doing a fabulous job. He's really, really good quarterback. Um yeah, also, also his brother Drake, who is the quarterback. Uh, <laughs> Drake, <laughs> Luke, Drake. I mean, thank you. And where, what was Dad's name? Didn't he those, play something? Those, oh, those, Dra- whole family. You know, those Good catch, Gene. What Good is catch. It? Thank you. Is it the May family? What is going on in the water in their house? Oh, All they uh, do is grow these Drake. fantastic football players. Drake is going to be a professional. Um, speaking of which, how about Daniel Jones from Duke, who was the Duke quarterback for the New York Giants? And like, he's got an arm. He's been doing really well. Well, you know, know so here you have the Giants. Not a Giant fan. <laughs> what the Giants? What in their first week had this? Um, absolutely got rolled by the by the Cowboys, um, and then came back last week and. And I think they won like 31, 28 or something. They had some oh, barn yeah. burner, fantastic game that they won. They woke up. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, whatever's going on in the locker room there. Yeah. I'd like to hear that speech myself and when I need Jones to get motivated. A, yeah. Jones but has got I, an arm. You know, in the, in the pro game, Penny, there's no other, there's two, there's only two stories uh-huh. um, in the pro game. And I mean, one of them doesn't seem like it's the pro game, but it kind of is really. And one is poor darling Aaron Rodgers. Oh my goodness. Uh, what? He went back for the fourth time, fourth play at the opening of the game. And, uh, you know, it, I hear that he got his, his foot uh, hung up in the turf and that that's, that's... what caused this injury. Yeah, I think it. being, I think being, uh, nearly 40 years old is what got him that injury. My brother had that injury, not from playing football, just from walking around in the world. He got it from bone spurs and oh yeah, uh, it just, you know, chipped away at his Achilles and he had to have pretty big surgery on each of his Achilles tendons to repair them. It's a long, difficult, painful recovery. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> you know, this is not 
a case of him, uh, you know, grabbing the back of his thigh and pulling a hammy and, and, and then sitting out the game, which I'm oh, sure yeah. is what it was on a lot of people's minds at first. Uh, you know, that injury that's straight to the operating table. That's oh, bad. that's no good. It's, yeah. Uh, and it's it, never going to be the same for him. Come on. No, when you, when you watch that it, was I his mean, last game. That's my I think so too. You know, when you, when you saw it, when they, the camera zoomed in on it and you actually saw it, you can, you can see the Achilles pop. It was yeah. like, mm. yeah. So I, and I said, he didn't, he didn't injure it. He ruptured it. That's what oh, I yeah. said. Right, right away in real time. That's a rupture, not Dumb. not a little ouchy. He didn't Dumb. twist his ankle there, you know. Mm-hmm. And here's what I didn't understand, honestly. He didn't seem very distressed. Hmm. You know, Interesting. Yeah. if that happened to you, Penny, you'd be screaming in pain. And, oh. and I would be too, I would think. Yeah, but it's Aaron Rodgers though too. You know, you gotta you gotta take it for what it is. It hey, you know, you're shaking your head. We're making faces at each other, everybody, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tough or something what does that mean yes exactly oh it's man like, i don't know, you know yeah yeah he's you know he's getting up or crawling off the field today anyway i i Ooh, think that sorry. the new york jets maybe got a pig in a poke there except for one yeah. thing yeah. the guy who stepped in for him his his replacement who had thought he was going to be the starting quarterback for a while then yeah. they brought rogers in and now he's pushed back to number two well guess what He's number one now. Yeah. And, I, you know, he steps in and wins the game. Right. Wins the game. Right. Made a sensational so, game. Yeah. So there we go. I mean, it just so Aaron Rodgers has saved the New York Jets. <laughs> you know, I was funny because I'm, I'm in a fantasy football league, which sure, you knew you knew that. Right. Anyway. Um, and we were just like, I was like, who's going to pick Rodgers? So someone in the league, in my league, did pick Rodgers. And the joke was like, you know, he's so happy. He's in New York. He wanted to be in a place with styling and all this stuff. Now he's on the bench. I mean, it's just, you know, so someone who, whoever picked him, I'm not going to say who, um, now has to go in search of a backup quarterback because. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're going to, we have already, we have already oh, gotten to our first break, which I, I frankly can't believe, but oh my God. we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, at least briefly, we're going to have to discuss Deion Sanders and, and it's going to take a minute. So, uh, so stay with us. You're listening to the weekend water cooler on 97.9 The Hill. Okay. We're back with Penny Rich and we're going to talk about neon Deion Sanders. We're so old that we remember when he was a college player and a pro oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. a pro football player. And man, you know, this guy, come on, this guy was Michael Jordan in a football uniform, oh. right? I mean, he was a huge star. Um, he he just had talent coming out of every pore. And now, bless his heart, <clears throat> he is a wonderful college football coach. Mm-hmm. He certainly does not lack confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. I, I don't know if you saw the 60 minutes. Uh, I did not. I knew he was being interviewed. Of him, yeah. But um, yeah. uh, I, I could become a very big fan of his. I, you know, I, yeah. did, you know, there's like say, well, you know, do you think your team really? And he says, my, t- of course, my team, my team is going to win and win and they can always win. And, 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 you know, watching that Colorado 
Colorado State game. Yeah. That's a great rivalry. I mean, that was a wonderful game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is, you know, there's a lot of promotional stuff that's about him, him helping his university sell the merch. Mm -hmm. We understand that. And that stuff in Colorado is, I mean, they were, they were one and 11 last year, right? Yeah, something that, like that. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're three and oh, like, like Carolina is they're having a good time. And people are going crazy for their, for their team. The, yeah. the, the merchandise is just flying off the shelves. They can't keep the stuff in stock. And, you know, the fans are just completely on fire in love with the idea um, that their team can win. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's a, it's like a Ted Lasso story, right? It's this, you got to believe funny that you say that. Yeah. yeah. Cause he has this, he has this on his clothes, believe. And I'm thinking what came first, Ted Lasso or that? Yeah, I know. It, it, and it, it feels a little corny at the same time, but it feels like he's got, yeah, you know, these are kids that he's got so riled up. And you got to remember, or, you know, for those that don't remember him, he was playing football and baseball at the same time. Remember? Yeah. He was in the World Series and he was aiming to be uh, in the Super Bowl at the same time. So this is someone that did not rest. Uh, he was e- either out training with one or the other teams. And um, yeah, he stayed in amazing shop. He, he was great at both sports. Too. He was. That's so, right. You know, the, 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 the idea that now he's a coach, it just feels, it feels right. Right. It feels like this was the, where he needed to be. I don't know how they convinced him to come to Colorado, but you know, it worked well, out. You know, he, well. he was a coach at, um, I want to say Jackson state and, and, you know, mm-hmm. in, in a poor, poor community. Right. Yeah. He yeah. took the team to their championship and won. And like the next day he was talking to Colorado and he yeah. was like, you know, they're going to, they're going to make me an offer and I'm going to go. And then I, and I mean, I was late to the game and really understanding what he was doing and, uh, you know, this whole journey of his, mm-hmm. but I, I will say he brought his kids with him who play for him. He brought a bunch of staff and assistant coaches. He has people coaching for him who used to be head coaches elsewhere Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing, you know. Right. And, and you know, Rick and I are watching this game, the the Colorado Colorado State game, which was more than a week ago. Mm-hmm. We're watching this game, and I said, "Oh, here's the big play!" And I said, "Oh my God, this kid intercepted the ball and ran it back for a touchdown." A defensive player, and he ran it back, and I said, "Holy cow, that's his kid. That's one of." Huh. And I, I'm, on, I'm on my phone and I Google it, right? Sure. That's his son. I'll be damned. That's his son. <laughs> so a few plays later, um, here's the quarterback for Colorado. And he rushes in and he scores the touchdown himself. Well, that's his. I I I said that that's Sanders also. And Rick says, I think he I think he's playing. Oh, Rick is gonna like that. I'm telling this on him, but that's all right. We, we thought he was playing offense and defense. Oh, and no. <laughs> I said, I said, no, nobody does no. that. I mean, watching this kid run the ball in, I could believe that he could do that if he wanted to, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. not quarterback, not quarterback playing on defense. I, I'm just, I wasn't going to believe it. 
Right. So I look it up. Well, that's another kid. So <laughs> these, these kids could turn pro at the end of this year. They're so good. They're yeah. so fast. They're so talented. And I mean, <clears throat> they're going to really do things this year. That team, that's going to be so much fun to watch. Fun, yeah. Um, and I, I mean, this is something I just love about college football. And already in this season, the fans for Colorado were so excited. They charged the field and, and pulled down the, the goalposts. I never really got that. What, what the, what the excitement is about now your school has to spend the money to put those back up, but that's excitement though. That's, that's, I mean, this is one of the reasons nobody gets arrested when they do that because they want the fans to be excited like that. Right. And I mean, they just rushed, they just swarmed onto the field. It was wonderful. Wonderful. It was like at the end of the Duke Clemson game. My God, (laughs) what is going on? Duke can beat Clemson. Can you yeah, imagine that was... what the Duke Carolina game's going to be this year? Oh my goodness! Yeah, well, you know, Clemson wasn't looking too good at their next game either, so I don't know. They didn't pull it together, but yeah, they they losing against Duke. We were all, of course, yeah. Carolina I mean, that that was like... the thing in in both in the Duke Clemson game, <clears throat> but mainly in the um, in the in the game with the Jets and the Buffalo Bills, the Jets played very very well in that first game to come back to, to, to win the game without this mega star player this that they star. brought yeah, in, yeah. Mm-hmm. but they had a tremendous amount of help from the Buffalo bills. Yeah. Mean, <laughs> they kept saying, we feel sorry for you. We're going to throw you the ball, even though yeah, it's our turn I, to score. Right. Um, but we'll give you the ball. Yeah. Oh yeah. my but gosh. It, it is, you know, it's, I hated that that happened for them. I but. know. And I, I know you do. And it, it, it's, you know, as dangerous football is because, yeah. you know, it's not, it's not great for a, a long term for the players, but it is so much fun in the fall when football comes back. It's just so much fun. I mean, it, I love watching it. But it was something my father did. He didn't have any boys, so he taught all his girls how to play football. So yeah. before the games came on, of course, we're Giant fans. When when the before the games came on on Sunday, we'd all be outside in the street because we grew up in the city. Yeah, throwing the ball um, around, throwing the ball around. Yeah. 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 yeah, and that was that was our Sunday morning, you know. And then you, we sat and watched football. It was fun, you know. It's it's that time of the year again. Yeah, so. and you know, in in my family, <clears throat> a little more attached to uh, baseball, and and uh, we we take a moment to remember yeah. the Boston Red Sox, <laughs> which, which used to used to be a major league team. I think they even won the World Series once or twice. Uh, once or oh my yeah. gosh, what yeah. a terrible year they're having. Terrible year. You know, of course, again, I'm going to tell you, I'm a Yankee fan and you're going to hate that. But, you know, my dad, my dad wasn't a baseball fan. So, I mean, it was football in our yeah. house what are you gonna and, do? and basketball. Yeah. Now, football see, and basketball. Now, see, my yeah. dad never cared about basketball. Oh, yeah. Uh, never cared about basketball. And until- it was college ball. My dad liked Duke. <laughs> until until the Yukon women oh. turned into this franchise sure. of winning. Sure. And my father yeah. went to law school at Yukon. So he's like, that's my team. There you go. <laughs> what? <laughs> you never went to a game. He said, Well, yeah. they didn't have these girls when I was there. <laughs> mm. Whole different ball game, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they didn't have Gino Oriana. That's what they didn't have. Yeah, that's exactly existed, right. Dad. <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> so speaking of existing um 
The clock exists. And so it's time for our next break. And we're going to take another quick break. And then when Penny and I come back, we're probably going to dive into politics. Let's just say it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to talk about the orange man and the orange jumpsuit. I have some developing news on that that I'm going to share with Penny. Mm -hmm. Listen to the weekend water cooler. Don't go away. (laughs) We'll be right back. Okay, we're back with uh, with Penny Rich, and we're talking about. Actually, we were just talking about ranked choice voting. Yeah, and you know, I at first I I wasn't sure I was a fan, but I think I really am now. Especially, I, yeah. I think that ranked choice voting would knock Donald Trump right off the map and never be heard <laughs> from again. Yeah, well, once once people understand what ranked choice voting is, right? I mean, it's it's not. People are all. all it's, not, it, it's not. It is not an intuitive. It's not uh, setup. It's where right. you know you have you have ten candidates, or you you have three. Let's make it easy. You have three candidates, and uh, it's it's Penny, Jean, and uh, Godzilla, mm-hmm. and uh, we're all running for um, dog catcher, and uh, as you when you vote. Uh, I vote. Uh, what is what are my choices for the in ranking order? First, second, first, second, and third. third. Right. And so I vote, of course, for Penny Rich first. Of course, myself second, and I have to put Godzilla third because he's a yeah. giant lizard. Right. So, um, so then what happens is, if if the uh, number one, the person who finishes in first place, mm-hmm. they have to get what more than a simple majority of the vote yeah more than half of the first place votes wins right and if they don't then it goes to the second second choice choice. yeah right right so if no candidate has more than 50 percent the ballot of the candidate in the last place is relocated and then the second choice becomes the first the second choice becomes the actual person and that this happened in alaska if you were if you recall right that's right. right Yeah. That's right. And so the process actually can continue for quite some time until they get a majority winner. But so it's, what happens it, is that you have you yeah. you end up with a winning candidate who on some level the electorate had consensus about. That's right. It was everybody's fourth choice. That's right. Well, <laughs> then, you know, it's, <laughs> it's it's interesting that you say that because it actually happens here on on. Um, I, w- I want to pick up the Chapel Hill Town Council, for example. So everybody votes for you know who they like in the first first uh, uh, choice. Okay, but not, it's not it's not a you know it's not a easy first choice. Some people right. like this first choice. Some people like that second. But everybody has the same third choice person yeah so not well so not the first or second but everybody kind of likes that third that third vote right that third vote can actually come in first place that's kind of like ranked choice voting it, it is you know? and you that's know what you know what it do makes here. me think of bless his heart yeah, yeah. Kevin mccarthy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everybody's 16th choice right oh and there you uh, go but we do it here. We just don't know we're doing it. That's what I'm saying. We do right. the, Cha- the Chapel Town Council is a, is a good example. I mean, um, the other uh, Hillsborough and Carborough haven't had enough people running where we we actually see that. You know, yeah. like Chapel Hill Town Council, I think would have had like eight or nine people running for council right now. So it could be that everybody's third choice gets the most votes because everybody's going to vote right. for that third choice. That's the third choice person 
And yep. what happens? They get so through. It's, so that's it's kind like of the Academy right. Awards. There you go. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting. We talked about this one. Uh, the the county commissioners were considering changing how voting happens because there it, there is some parts of the way that we vote for county commissioners that eh, a little bit unfair. Um, Mark Markopoulos, if you recall, brought ranked choice voting up. Right. Uh, and he tried to explain it to the general public and the general public didn't just, I don't know if they didn't understand the concept, Gene, or it was pretty idea. new, I think. Yeah. yeah. The idea of doing something. And I don't know how many states we know that Alaska does it. Um, uh, but we there, I think New Hampshire might do it too. Um, I don't know. Um, it's an interesting I think. Concept. Oh my gosh, that's right. I think that New Hampshire maybe does do it, Penny, yeah. in, their, in their primary process. That right. could be right. Right. Now that yeah. now here's yeah you know you know how I love to put it on the record hoping that nobody will look it up later. Um, <laughs> uh, I was uh, telling somebody the other day because I can see the future as you know mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> that I think that Trump is going to lose um, in Iowa in the Iowa caucuses which are not a straight voting situation. That's caucusing. That's a very similar phenomenon yeah, yeah. how this works that's right in caucusing which is uh which is why some folks feel like it's not democratic yeah. because it's who can who can get the consensus and how are people influenced to vote with this group and not that group and that's a whole discussion filled with brilliant insights that are not going to come from me so i mean i've never felt like iowa should be you know first up no, the primary process and all that. But then comes New Hampshire. And I think New Hampshire is going to end it for Trump. And the reason wow. is. But who though, Gene? Oh, what? Gene, what? Who, who's going to be instead of who they're going to. Oh, oh, no, don't, don't, don't bother yourself with that. Yeah. Here's, here's why. Okay, okay. I think Nikki Haley is going to win New Hampshire. I'll just put it out there. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. okay. I think all she right. might win Iowa too. I'm going to call you I, on it. I think okay. she's got more skills than she gets credit for. Yeah. But I'll just set that aside. And I'm not saying this, you know, to get her elected or anything. What I'm saying, though, is that the governor of New Hampshire, Chris Sununu, John mm -hmm. Sununu's son, I had no use for John Sununu, just to be clear. Yeah. Uh, not my favorite guy at all. And his son, hmm, second place, not my favorite guy i wouldn't vote for him but he's a smiling charming guy chris sununu is i think he's pretty well liked as governor and i think he really likes being governor so he's not running for president right now anyway he thought about it but he's not gonna so here's the thing i think that new hampshire is just going to say 70% of us really want somebody else. Right. And they're just going to hold their noses and vote for somebody else. Somebody else. Uh, you know, it's, we'll, we'll see. And then, and then where is we'll Donald? See. He's yeah. at Super Tuesday and hasn't won a primary jail. yet. The yeah. guy with the big, fat, insurmountable lead. Remember that? Remember yeah. all those insurmountable leads in the past that mm. gave us President Hillary Clinton in 2008? No. Mm -hmm. yeah, <clears throat> no. Gave yeah. us President Rick Santorum <laughs> in yeah. 2012 and, and, and so on and so on and so on. 
there there are I, I I've written about this before and I won't drag you through all of it because I like you too much. There are just too many examples of people who seemed absolutely inevitable. George H.W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Holy mackerel. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, in 1992, no, it looked like an easy glide path for him, but he didn't know about Ross Perot. There are just so many things we are not going to know about what next year is all about. Oh, I know, but we, we're gonna we're gonna suffer through miserably suffer. Um, I don't know. Gonna, I think oh, I think I think, so. he, I think the wheels are gonna come off the Trump train. I I hope so. Uh, Barry, because, you know, I think they're coming off. He's out there campaigning. I mean, there was a p- photo of him signing a woman's breast today, which is like so so classy. Well, for come on now, president. he's signing her shirt, and by the way, she's yeah. asking him too. Oh, this is oh. a person that's running for president, though. Come on. You don't do stuff like that. You're not. You're not a, a baseball sure player. Does. That's his no. brand. He's disgusting. Uh, it's please. It's awful. You know, while we were talking, I looked up ranked choice voting, and and you know, so it is actually Maine that has ranked choice voting, uh, and there are. Oh, that's right. You're right. That's Maine. There's quite a few states, though, Gene, that have um, ranked choice voting in local elections and some state ele- statewide elections, um, but you know, it's it's here and there. Like California has some. Oregon has some. Washington state, it's banned. Ranked choice voting is banned in Florida, of course. <laughs> of course it's banned, is. <laughs> banned in Tennessee, banned in Idaho. I mean, you know. It's banned. banned. I, I, you know, I'm trying to get my book. You know, I wrote a book a few years ago and I'm trying to get my, it's it's uh, African-American oral histories. Mm. You know, like Floyd McKissick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm trying to get this book banned in Florida because I think it'll help sales. <laughs> it will help sales. I think it will help sales. It's yeah. it's a it's 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 a it's a it's a, a distinguished group of African Americans from Orange and Durham counties. Nice telling their own life stories. One of them is Brenda Stevens. One is Floyd mm-hmm. McKissick. Mm. One is Jackie Shelton Green. I, I, you know, I, I don't know all of these people. I didn't know Floyd McKissick, but his, his uh, story is absolutely fascinating. Lovely, it's compelling. Told, his whole family story, right? I mean, yeah, it's exactly. It's told in yeah. his own words. He was a Republican, by the way, just want to mention. Wow. Uh, you know, of course, back when he was a Republican, that was the was different. Yeah, my dad was a Republican too. Um, yeah. But, you know, uh, these are, these are African-Americans telling their life stories in their own words. So of Mm. course, of course, it's about African-Americans. It's about history. It's about telling the truth. It's about what they went through to grow up in the middle of the 20th century. So it would absolutely be banned in Florida. So (laughs) how could I, how can I get this in front of the governor? Maybe I'll send him a copy. There you go. I was going to say that. And say, what, and say what? And I, I heard that somebody was reading this book in your state. And what are you going to do about it? <laughs> What's happening? Wouldn't Make that sure be you fun? Ban them from the schools too. Wouldn't yeah, that be no, fun? I should do it. Just crazy. I think I'll do it just for the form letter. I would get back. Oh, I know. Can we talk about the orange man for a while for a second? Just real quick. I know. I know we're going to go on a, a hard break, but. Um, you know, if you're not following what's going on with all his cases, it, it's just fascinating. I, I listen to this podcast and they, they give you a rundown every week of what's yep. happening in all the different yep. states and what's happening in all the cases. 
Um, you know, and right now we're we're sort of like in this lull where we're, we're it's not it's sort of making the news, but it's not. I mean, Hunter Biden's laptop is making more news than than Trump. Yeah. Um, but he's he's in deep doo doo. I mean, he's not. He he's, is. He really is. And and, uh, and there's it, a couple it, people this week. Every, who yeah. Who flipped every every day? You get someone else who's going to say, you know what? I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go to jail for you. And I saw, it's, very, it's, I saw a very smart lawyer who said today. You know, you're having a bad week when the IT guy flips on you. They, I, and really, that was a great story. It was like, what, what? And yeah, I mean, what's because his, what's you his know name? what? Cannoli? Is his name actually Cannoli? It probably I mean, is. This thing, are you kidding me? Because, you know, because, you know, he couldn't use ravioli. His cousin was already using that name. It, but, you yes, know, so listen, these, these people, it's always going to be these, I, I don't mean this in a derogatory way. It's going to be these lower end employees, not high paid people. Mm -hmm. These people aren't making six figure salaries. No, but they're right there. They're right there, right next to you. Like, give me that eraser. They're they're right there. Yeah, and they yeah. see everything. Everything. Yeah, and you, they, it, they they're invisible to people like Trump. Mm -hmm. they, like Cassidy Hutchinson's like... book is coming out next week. Oh yeah, yeah, and. You know, and and she she spilled all the tea. Mm -hmm. Okay, she talks about Rudy Giuliani putting his hands on her on January sixth, out there in the cold, and uh, uh, how disgusting that was, and, right. and what that day was like, and and everything that she told the January sixth committee. I'm sure it will be in this book, and I'm sure it will be a bestseller instantly. Yeah, and God yeah. bless her. She deserves it. I hope she makes oh, she five million bucks from it. She does. And of course, she's going to tell how her her um, appointed attorney from Donald Trump uh, told her to yeah. suddenly forget everything. To be that forgetful, happened. Oh, which, what, what which is a crime. I, That's I a don't crime. Recall. I don't recall. I don't. Yeah, recall. But, you know, you know, people don't. I don't know if everybody knows this, but if you say that you you don't remember when you do. That's perjury. Yeah. That, exactly. That's exactly that's not just a clever legal dodge. Right. It's perjury. Right. If, yeah. if, if you don't want to answer because you might incriminate yourself, you get to do that. You get, yeah, um, you don't get, you in don't her get, case, yeah. what they yeah. would, what they would do if they needed to, is they would convey immunity upon her so that she would be forthcoming and tell the truth. But I'm just saying that people in that station of work in the workplace are the people who are going to bury these guys mm -hmm. because they totally ignore and Cassidy Hutchinson, honey, went home, wrote notes every day. She went in with a binder three inches thick of all the detailed notes that she had from all of those days. And on that day, oh, was it, oh, it was in the afternoon. Oh, that's chapter seven of my notebook. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, she sent herself emails, I'm sure, to contemporaneously document all of this. And I promise you, it will be witnesses like this that will cause the remaining training wheels to come off. Yeah, of, of, I agree with that. Train I totally because, agree with that. Yeah. You know, Trump is, there's reporting out today that says that Trump is very anxious, is literally asking if they're going to put him in an orange jumpsuit. No match his face. Of course, the answer is yes. And it's going to be the jumpsuit the size of a guy who is six <laughs> foot three and 215 pounds. And I sure hope you'll fit in it, Donnie boy. <laughs> Don't bend um, over. <laughs> um, I, he's got a lot of anxiety about this. And I promise you, this is true. He's going to flee this country. 
He is. Oh, I believe that. On trial. He's going to run away and never come back. I promise yeah. you that's true. Or, but here's the big question. Where's Melania? Where is Melania? <laughs> Where is she? She's she's yeah. out on the out on the golf course picking her spot for one night. Right. Hole when, two. When he, when he buries hole, her out I hear there. hole okay, one no, is already taken. This is getting grim now. We're gonna take a, our last <laughs> break. We're talking to Penny Rich. We're in so much trouble. All right. Oh, <clears throat> You're listening to weekend the weekend water cooler on 97.9 the hill. Please don't go away. We'll be right back. I swear. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to be lively and quick. We're back with Penny Rich for another another couple minutes, and we're just going to be uh, like old Saint Nick. We're going to be lively and quick. Um, <laughs> Get <laughs> well, it done, Jane. I'll just uh, I'll just I'll keep it local here for just a second, and I'll just say I just on general principles, not a reflection on any of the people involved. Um, on general principles, I don't like that we have two mayors' races where the mayors are running unopposed and where they're yeah. not sitting mayors either one of them in uh, right. Hillsboro and in Carborough, um, yeah. there's going to be a, a probably a very lively race for mayor in Chapel Hill. I agree with that. One, I think yeah. that the, the, the battle lines are kind of clear on, on what's going to happen there. We're entering the, we're entering the part of um, the election cycle where we don't get to have um, candidates for election on the radio because um it's within 45 it's it's about within 45 days prior to the election not endorsing anybody this this way or that way um except to say that um i think it's i i can understand very easily when someone is a a mayor who has been in the job for a couple of cycles and they're good at it and people like them they're Mm -hmm. getting the job done they're they're appreciated and well respected um in and out of the community that's also you know in associations and and at that level i always felt that way about lydia for example comes to my mind right away um but but i have to say um for people to be coming in who are not incumbents who are who are you know unproven as mayors um it bothers me a little bit that they're unopposed because um, it, it just, it makes me think that the incumbents, which has been the case for Chapel Hill, for Hillsboro and for Carborough, all the incumbents have said, no, thanks, I'm done. Right. And it, it makes me worry that there's a reason that they're getting out. Yeah. Well, I don't, you like, know, I know, I, I know like we're WCHL and we're, yeah, we're this and area, but, but also, um, Durham and Raleigh too. Right. They're not running. Right. You know, so there, there's something about it. I think you're right. I, I think it's, it's a very, it's a very hard time to be in local politics in North Carolina. I, I think the General Assembly is not making it easy for, for, um, for locals to get anything done, to anything, right. think anything progressive and get anything done the way they want to get it done. Um, and it, it, it's progressive or not, Penny. They're not promoting democracy. You know, they're not. They're not. And it's exhausting, right? You're, you're, yeah. you're trying to fight the good fight every single day. You're going into it and. Um, you know, it's, it's exhausting. And at some point you have to say, this is not, um, I, I love my town. I love my city. I love my County, but you know, maybe, maybe it's time for someone else to step up. And I agree with you, Jean, though. I really do like to see, um, competitive races. I think it's important for democracy because we can have good discussions then, right. uh, you know, the way that we have forums here are just not, 
beneficial to anyone. You don't get to learn what a candidate thinks about in three and a half minutes. You just don't. I'm sorry. And you don't have a chance to, um, you know, go back and forth and actually have a debate. It's just what you say at the time. And, you know, hopefully um, someone could correct you if you're not um, saying anything that's true. But they don't. So, you know, that's not helpful. I, I think if people spend a little time reading the papers and um, you know, the, the uh, candidates that have to answer questions, I think those are a little bit more helpful. Um, yeah. And I encourage people to do that. Um, but don't, just don't call up your friend and say, who should I vote for? Because then that's their opinion, right? Do your own homework, get out there and, and listen and read and, um, you know, call, call the candidate up. I, yeah, I was just gonna say yeah. contact the candidates, you can almost always find easily yeah. find them. And, yeah. and invite them out for coffee, invite them out to a nice, safe public place to come and yeah. sit and have a cup of coffee. And, you know, and if they won't do that, if they won't take the time in an unopposed race to sit down with you and two of your friends right. uh, to ask them questions about why they're running and to, to put issues that you care about in front of them, well, that's going to tell you probably what you need to know. Yeah. Um, about, about what you're getting, but, but yeah. you, you know, you should do that with people who are running unopposed. Well, it's supposed to be, you know, it, and we're, we're in small towns, uh, you know, yeah. as, as much as everything's Chapel Hill is growing huge and, you know, Hillsborough's out. It is, but out we're and, not that big. We're not that big. And <laughs> you know what, like you said, if, if, the, if that person that's running for mayor or for uh, unopposed, or even, even if there's opposition in some of the council seats, if they don't want to talk to you now, what's going to happen when they are actually elected? Right. I mean, right. you know, it's all about listening, right? And, and making decisions based on what feedback you're getting from the community. Right. And so this is really important to understand now. And I just hope people do their homework again. I know I sound like a broken record, but, um, you know, it's the right study up, yeah. yeah, study up on it yourself. Don't depend on your friends to tell you who to vote for, you know? Yeah. Or, or, you know, go, go with your friends and go meet these people. Yeah. Go meet them. They're, they're your neighbors anyway. So that's right. Yeah. That's that's the thing to do. Well, Penny, here we are. Um, uh, We'll just both say uh, go heels uh, on Saturday and go heels and beat Pitt. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll hope that everybody, you know, can, uh, well, you know, enjoy the game. I, you know, I don't know how that game's going to go. I don't know. I know. Well, we'll see though, Gene, it's going to be a nasty day on Saturday because we have the storm brewing out on the, in the uh, yeah. ocean. Yeah, so it's gonna definitely. Be rainy keep, and your, it, keep your eye yeah. on the weather folks, because yeah. it, you know, these, can, these storms, they can really get dicey. They it's already, it's already out there. Right. And we're just going to have to see what it does over the Atlantic when it gets off of our coast. Right. Um, right. So keep an eye on that. If you're going out, be safe. And if you're staying in, keep it right here on 97.9 The Hill. Follow Gene on Twitter at Gene Bolduck and tweet your comments and questions with the hashtag WCHL.